All right, welcome to the Pappenhausen Life with Brooksy and Shanaz. I'm Shanaz. <laughs> I'm here with Brooksy. We love Ryan Pappenhaus. Let's face it, we love the Melbourne Storm. Brooksy, how are you going this week? What's happening? Mate, I'm good. I've uh, wrapped up things at Fox. I'm in a bit of a holding pattern. Mm. Just um, flying over Sydney at the moment, waiting to uh, land and get started at SEN on Monday. So, yeah, okay. it's been a pretty cruisy week. Got to got to do the last um, few uh, days at Fox over the weekend with the studio shows, helping out there. So, got to watch the four games and then um, enjoy a few beers on Sunday. I believe you were uh, celebrating on Sunday as well, Schnanz. I was for far less glamorous reasons than being in a holding pen between glamorous media jobs. <laughs> what what uh, were you celebrating? Which uh, the end year? of another NRL season for my club. Oh, I thought you were celebrating a birthday. I was celebrating a birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Schnaz! Thank um, you very much. From all of us in the legal life uh, family. You, Pappenhausen. We hope you had a great day. Bellamy, thank you. It was it was good. It wasn't too. Uh, like it was a it was a relaxing kind of day with a bit of work in between, so it wasn't too bad. And uh, thanks to all the well wishes out there on the socials who found me somehow, Brooksy. We're not here to talk about me. We're not here to talk about you. We're here to talk about the league life. Yeah. And before we get to the league life, what have you been watching on TV? What's going on? Well, at the moment, Schnaz, in the background, I've got. Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy going on, bubbling away in the background. Classic. It's, it is. It is. Is it like I loved old school. I thought that Will yep. Ferrell, um, Frank Ricard uh, character was great. Might be a close second to Ron Burgundy. One of his great performances. Um, what's your favorite scene from Anchorman? Just a uh, question without notice. Oh, I just love... I know it's a general statement. I love the news reading classics that people recount. I'm probably not going to recount right now for you, but just that man is so talented. He's so talented. What, just the, what, putting anything in the teleprompter and he'll read it sort of thing? Or... <laughs> yeah, that's a good example. Yeah. Now, I I listened to a podcast with Paul Rudd the other week. Love Paul Rudd, yeah. Supposedly... The milk was a very bad choice. It was off the cuff. Like he just, he's just drinking the milk and in the, in the phone booth and just looks at the milk and goes, milk was a very bad choice. And that was all like everyone watching it, like in like there was Paul Rudd and um, Steve Carell and stuff were trying to hold a straight face so they wouldn't have to do the take again. It's amazing. Yeah. Such a good scene. There is scene. Some, something the very, wheel of cheese. Something very special about the Saturday Night Live cast from yeah, you know, way oh. back when before our time, up until now and in between. The alumni is just ridiculous, and yeah, I mean, I well, I saw a movie during the week on the Foxtel, which is one of my favourite films of all time. It's a bit of a romance, Brooksy. It's got to have Jimmy Fallon in it. It has it? Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore in it. <laughs> yeah, the perfect catch. The well, perfect pitch. catch. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew you were going there. Absolutely, I knew you were going there. A, a remarkable performance from Jimmy Fallon because yeah. he doesn't do movies or TV scripted kind of shows like all the time. He rarely does them. He was doing Saturday Night Live. He does stand up. Yep. The occasional yep. film he's been in, what? Uh, what's the film I'm thinking of? Not High Fidelity. Uh, Almost Famous, he was in that. Yeah. 
But yeah, I, I saw that movie during the week and it reminded me how much I love that film and those two actors and the Boston yeah. Red Sox. But yeah, Saturday Night Live, I mean, it's yeah. just, even when it just comes on and you just happen to see it or someone put, posts a clip, you know it's going to be quality. Oh, it's funny you mentioned Saturday Night Live, Shaz. I think, I don't know if they just came back last week, but I saw on the Facebook yeah. they did the, did you see the opener? I saw it. With the debate? I with, saw um, it. Alec Baldwin and Jim Carrey as Joe Biden. Fantastic. Are you just like after seeing that, and regardless of persuasion you are in terms of politics, you just want Biden to get in. So we've got four years of Jim Carrey on <laughs> SNL, right? Like he was so good. I saw the debate after it, so oh. I watched. Um, I watched the most recent episode of The Circus last night, right. so I hadn't seen the debate. I was working through it, um, got to see it. And just watching Biden and remember, like having, like watching the um, SNL yeah. version, yeah. like Kerry nailed it. Like, yeah, absolutely. He was just so good. And that, that is like just having him in that character and being able to maybe have four years of Kerry doing <laughs> Biden, you know, Biden's going to provide because he's a bit out there himself. Yeah, and is. I think, I think I was just like, yeah. This is this is but oh, everyone vote Biden. Doesn't matter about everything else. Just oh. vote him in, so we get four years of Kerry. <laughs> I think any reason to vote him in is a good one. But let's not go down there because a lot of our listeners are Trump fans. Now uh... that's uh, no, it's all right. I'm not saying politics, but yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of SNL too, Shnaz and yeah. alumni, another good show on the stand. How's yes. this? I'm just spruiking the stand now because I'm not with the News Corp. Yeah. Um, the Comedy Club. The, right. the comedy club that's in LA on Sunset, there's been a documentary made by Showtime about that club and about its origins. And the first episode came out, so it touches on the older brigade that went through in the early days. So Mitzi Shaw was yep. a big person who started it. It's Paulie Shaw's mother. Right. And it was like Leno, Letterman, Mark Marin. Um, there was Freddie Prince, um, all the uh, uh, Jimmy Walker. From uh, Good Times, yeah, and they yeah. talked about Freddie Prince's death and talked about how they came out to LA to become co- comedians. It was such a good doco, man. I suggest you watch it. I know you love that sort of era of comedy, like yeah. I do. And yeah. I, I, I've been there a couple of times. I saw um, Anthony Jeselnik there one night. I've seen the <laughs> Son Minaj. I've seen a few of the uh, younger comedians, but I would give everything to see like Leno or Letterman or Chris Rock or any of those got Dave Chappelle just pop in yeah. and do a show, which they were saying sort of like that's how they Michael Ke- Michael Keaton, like yeah. Yeah. he he was amazing. Like yeah. I didn't realise he had such a cult following. And there was a connection with the um the Tonight show with I've just forgotten his name. The back Johnny Carson when he yeah. moved out to LA. So People that went and did well at the Tonight Show sort of got the gigs on right. um, the Tonight Show. Amazing, mate! Amazing show. It's worth did, a watch. Did our boy the sign get a get a call up there or no? Was he, he wasn't. Too West, he wasn't, was too East Coast. He wasn't in there. Richard Lewis um, oh, okay. uh, was interviewed a couple of times in it. Yep. Uh, he it looked like he was in that sort of click with Freddie Prince and Jay Leno and all those guys coming through that era that was that sort of went out to LA then. Um, so no Larry, no Jerry at the moment, but okay. who knows where it'll go? I think it'll start. I think it'll start moving along. So 
yeah, you might see. I guess Seinfeld probably went out there late 80s, early 90s, right? He would have had oh, to. Early, well, 80s, not 90s. The show was going 90s. Yeah. So he would have been 80s. So this was sort of touching on um, uh, 60, like 70s. The, the late 60s, early 70s. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think it might be a bit of a chronological sort of breakdown of the comedy club. But, yeah, man, it's awesome. I'll, it's I'll give watch. that a flick this week. It might even, yeah. might even hit it after this episode. But uh, we're here to talk about the yeah. League of yeah, Swords. Yeah, let's get into it. There were four games on the weekend. They all were big and they were a bit surprising and a lot of points. And why don't we start yeah. with the Friday night blockbuster? And it was a... I guess almost a classic. How was like you, you had that game, Schnaz, and you were just like, if they're all like this, yeah. Yeah, don't worry about coronavirus, we're all going to have heart attacks by the time the grand final <laughs> comes around. Not a, lot a of, cracker. not a lot of D this weekend. Yeah, Roosters came out pretty strong, didn't they? It was like 10-0 after about 10 minutes. Oh, I thought they were going to win by 100. Bang, bang. They yeah. looked good. It was like, it, here's the ropey dopes like happening. <laughs> We've, we've, they've played for the four, they've, they've conceded 60, yeah. and they've gone, you know what, this is the perfect matchup we want. Yeah. We're going to take it to Penrith from the get-go. And they were up 10-0, and I think there was an opportunity. There was something, I can't remember what the, what the play was that sort of swung it back in the Penrith's favour. But then the Panthers went on a bit of a run, eh? And it was um, a man's yeah. try. And then Nathan Cleary... Ivan's kid. Stole the show, Wayne Gretzky style, three straight tries. <laughs> it was a hat-trick. It was a natural hat-trick, Schnaz. How yeah. good was he? Yeah, he was great, and his little mate playing number six is absolutely fantastic as well. In that moment, Dream like, like from, from the 10-0 the comeback until yeah. probably, what, the 65th minute, Penrith looked like they'd looked all year. They looked red hot. You thought, this is it. They're going to win the comp easily. The Roosters suck, you know, the whole thing. <laughs> but then I think, I don't know if Penrith got a little too cocky, a little too, we got this in the bag because the Chooks then hit back. And I, I got a feeling five more minutes and the, the Chooks win. Yeah, maybe maybe Robbo will be pushing for um 90-minute finals games. <laughs> I don't know. But the, you, we, you say the cockiness of the Panthers, it's actually working for them. Don't you yes. th- don't you think? Yeah. Like it was yeah. the, I I think I think Robbo's presser was very oh we you know we didn't get the rub of the green sort of vibe about it. Yeah. But they did. The second half, they definitely got the rub of the green in the 50-50 calls. Not saying that Penrith were um were do- hard done by, but you know, just in those situations, sometimes as a team you get some of those calls or you don't get those calls. And I thought yeah. the Roosters did. They they capitalised on it. Luke Keary was amazing. Yeah, He had a really good game. I thought Cordner helped him get back into the game. He came into the middle a bit more and made some big runs. And he was there on that field goal um, yeah. attempt from Cleary. That oh, went over so let's, let's talk about that. that that's where yeah. I had a big problem with the Panthers is that they had probably 10 minutes to ice the game. And they refused yep. to go for the field goal. And, and everyone knew they needed it. Everyone yep. knew they were doing little kicks, little bombs, not even forcing repeat sets. And I was really getting annoyed. I was like, what are you doing? And then they finally got it, which is fine. Uh, and then we saw, was that when we saw the young fella make a mistake from the kickoff, which got them back in? Naden. Yeah, well, that, that's a play. Like, you you, you have those... Um... That, that, that's the thing that I, I mean, it's a ridiculous rule for like, starters. It's a ridiculous rule. Let's put that out there. 
Uh, he can't touch it. Like, I'm come on, man. The ball, the ball didn't go. The, the ball didn't go ten. He didn't make the mistake. They made the mistake. Yeah, but he's got to let the ball. I understand. Run its course, right? I understand. I understand the it rule. To just, Jordan Carhu, remember? I, the I understand the rule. Like a year ago. I'm just saying it's 2020. Let's just kind of like go. Nah, that's yeah. The kicking guy made the mistake. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, Shnaz. You're I think, a stickler. I think that's play on. No, no. I just, I just think it's that situation where it's like if you don't touch the ball, you get a penalty. And yeah. he wanted to touch the ball so bad because he wanted to get it <laughs> as it was passing the plane of the ten and run it back for a which he was going to do a try. Touch That's what he wanted to do, yeah. and it actually was a twelve points, a six points, a twelve point swing. Mm. You know, like they they ended up scoring down the other end and made it a one point game. I just think little so, things like that. That's only one example, but little yeah. things like that in the game we haven't really seen from them this year. So. Well, they got away with it. That's a good thing. I don't think they'll be doing that in the grand final. Oh, <laughs> As oh. if I was Ivan Cleary, yeah, I'd rather do that there. I think, if anything, one, they learned from it. So it's a positive. Yeah. It's a positive to yeah. go away with it. What did you think about uh, Kikau, the uh, the old baller himself, Kikau? Was that... oh, see, that's a tough thing, right? Like, he had carryover points, and that's tipped him over the edge. So he's going to miss the qualifying final. Against either Parallel South. Prelim. A prelim final. What did I call it? Qualifying. Oh, qualifying final. They're there. Sorry, qualifying for the final. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I get confused. Do you ever get confused with what's what? Yeah, I do. Like, yeah. there's there's obviously elimination. Well, this was a qualifying final, wasn't it? I don't know. We had two elims, <laughs> two qualifiers. <laughs> but next week, this week's the semis. And then next week is the week after is the prelim. So, yeah, um, there'll be a test after the podcast for everyone listening um, <laughs> on what game. It's my favourite time of year, Brooksy, aside from Origin, where someone makes a mistake and then all the men with concussion come out and go, oh, you shouldn't uh, have to miss a game because you did the wrong thing because it's the grand final, uh, you know? <laughs> All the men with concussion. Poor bastards. <laughs> oh, they're going to come after you, Schnaz. They always do. They might, they might forget who they're going after. Oh, that's so not maybe. Nice. That's not nice. No. Well, you started it. I don't know. You know, you just say this concussion stuff, and then the pod goes into a deep, dark realm. Yeah. We start making bad jokes. Hey, you got, you're Mr. Um, Sunshine, and I'm all doom and gloom. That's me. Yeah, you are in the dark today. If we were a video podcast, you'd see Schnaz is in his um, sauna without the lights on at the moment. Just how I like it's it. A lot of wood. A lot of wood. Um, oh, there, there come some lights. But yeah, anyway, let's. Uh, it's an audio podcast. Let's uh, stick to the audio. And yeah, kick out. Um, what you, so, so kick out. Miss, yeah, I think carryover points. Yeah, he's got to he's got to go. Unfortunately for the week, but hey, I think I think they're good enough to hold on. Like. Has it, it sort of played out really well for the Panthers this week. Uh-huh. Everyone, the, the favourites have won. Uh-huh. It's now put Melbourne, the Roosters, and the Raiders on the same side of the draw. Mm-hmm. They're going to play the winner of Parramatta and South. Uh-huh. I'm pretty happy if I'm uh, Ivan Cleary, Nathan Cleary, yeah, the whole Cleary family <laughs> and the Penrith Panthers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. They're on the right side. And again, everything's adding up for them, which is what you need. Yeah. I had that in 2016, a very similar vibe. It's just like little things go your way each week until you get to yeah. the last dance, and you got to you got to work your butt off in that. But uh, it's actually yeah, 2020 now, Schnaz, and your boys on the early game on yeah. Saturday. Well done. 
it looked like they were oh, doing the little things right. Fourteen six up, yeah. in the half time. Yeah, their, their their first half was their best all year. Clearly, like absolutely no doubt about it. And they played really yeah. great, strong footy, uh, repeat sets. Um, you know, just good kick chase, all the simple stuff, really well. And they yeah. had they had them. They they were winning the fight easily in the forwards and super impressive. And then uh, Wade through <laughs> the the intercept right yeah. on half time. You and got Brayley injured on the try in the 27th minute. So Brayley going down was really huge. Unfortunately, yeah. he was the best guy on the field. And then yeah. we had the uh, Wade Graham, uh, hey, could you stop the game yeah. for me incident. And after that, yeah. unfortunately, Brooksy, after that, they just dropped their bundle and they never yeah. came back. And it's very disappointing as a fan, I've got to tell you, because they were they were in the driving seat, man. They were, they were, they were winning. Another similar story, right? Yeah. The underdog getting yeah. out to a lead that, like you said, that you had the injury, you had the Graham intercept, um, George Williams. Like, if they go in 14 6, everyone's like, why did Ricky rest his players a week before? Mm. You know, like there was that there was that concern, that vibe in the first half. It's like, these players aren't up for it. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. And everyone's just like, the media are going to come after Ricky. With air, bats, brooms, whatever they can get down there, um, he would have got about eighty-three Texases like in at half time. You yeah. think about what are you doing? What WTF stick? What are you doing? what have you done? And that was just but from yeah. his uh, defense coach, Joel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like that. So they score that try just before half time. Brutal. I guess they go in just going, Jesus, we've actually. It's it's fourteen ten at half time, yep. and then they like you said that. What you as a, as a Sharkies fan? Yeah. What did you think of the situation with Atkins, Graham, and White? In hindsight, once I knew the rule, yeah. I, I yep. think that the the Sharks were in complete fault, and I, I think that uh, the ref handled it okay. I, I felt like he could have actually stopped the game because it was clear that Wade and a few of the guys were walking towards him and saying, hey, let's yeah. challenge this. So they clearly were not set, but as the rule says, you don't actually have to be. So yeah. I feel like there should have been a little bit of leeway there for my boys, but having said that, what the hell are they doing? Did he tap it or didn't he tap it? I don't know. He, I, he didn't tap it, but he scored the try. And I think he tapped it. Nah. Like he tapped like on the ground, like the really? ball was on the ground and he brushed his foot. Yeah. yeah. But the thing that, thing that got me um, was... Atkins was moving towards the ruck after the penalty. So I, if I'm Wade Graham and I see the ref not holding the 10 metres mm. and you're moving towards the ruck, yeah. how are you enabling the, the quick tap to happen if you're moving out of the line, right, as a yeah. referee? See, yeah. I haven't done the referee's course or anything like that, but if I'm the captain and I see the referee moving from the defensive line towards the ruck, then I feel that that's, a, that's an opportunity where I can talk to the ref, right? Yeah. Because he's moving away from that position. If he stays in the position in the defensive line, then you assume that the quick taps in play and I can't address the referee here. Yeah. But the way that he comes out of the line, right, you watch it, Schnaz, if you like, don't, don't keep doing your head in over it, but he does come like a meter or two out of the defensive line yeah. and, then, and then does the wing move for like yeah. play on. Yeah, and then Wade's on his way over already. Like, I, it's a I tough think one, I think the fact that 
Wade was on his way over. Wade's yeah. one of the good guys. He's not an yeah. annoying captain. He's, you know, pretty sensible. <laughs> I just think that, okay, Canberra need the advantage. They get the penalty. It was a clear cut. You know, it was almost a sin bin from Fafita, just lying in the rut. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like, like, and this isn't, this isn't the shark part of me. This is just the rugby yeah. league, league life guy. I think that he should have just gone, hi, everyone, hold up a sec. They, you yeah. don't get to do this. Go back in the line. He's going to tap it. He's going to tap it. He's going to tap it. Go. Yeah. That's in hindsight. I just don't yeah. understand why a team has to drop their bundle, Brooksy, after that. I, I don't yeah. get how you can see 28 points straight and blame it on the ref, you know? So it's, Yeah. It's, you you've have, have a few inexperienced players in that side yeah. um, that, that have, they're not, not – um, not selling them short, they've actually played had a really good season. I think Connor Tracy really came on at the back end with all the injuries that you've had in yeah. the spine. William Kennedy is getting better. I think no, your I forwards, understand. You've got to be proud of your forwards. I, like, and I understand. I understand not used to those games, man. I understand how a decision can affect a young guy. Yeah, but seventeen guys or however many were playing at the time minus injuries. I don't get that. It's a, it's a club mentality. It's yeah, it's it's well with me. Something's happened there against us. We're going to lose this. Bullshit. I, I, Make your tackles. Yeah, I I think in this circumstance, and you can see from some of the other games too, it's been a long period for these teams. Um, Nineteen straight weeks, mm. no reserve grade. Uh, mm. So the teams that have, I guess, restricted depth, are going to feel it and going to really find it hard to hold on in the back end of games because they're just not. They just haven't been. Um, they've gone through the motions of finals football origin before, and they've played these massive seasons. And sometimes it's like I need to sort of regroup and hit, you know, get back, get back and refresh, yeah. and then come come hungry again. I think that's, Cronulla. That's have, fair. Yeah. I think Cronulla have gone through this season. They've scraped into the eight. Um, you know, another couple of weeks, and probably the Titans take them over. They've had a huge, like you know, you think about some of the players that have been injured. Um, they had suspensions over the last few weeks with Graham and Townsend. Mm. I think they've done a they've done a fair job, uh, particularly like after what they've gone through in recent times. So, mate, I think they've done well. The, the youngsters have come through. I think it's a promising um, twenty twenty one. But there is some de- there's definitely some questions there. Mm. We should I, I, while I've got you, I guess we should sort of look to the future with the Sharkies yeah. as well. Yeah, like what do you make of I guess the Okay, the core of the team, right? You've got who are your stars? You've got Dugan, you've got um, Johnson and Townsend, you've got Wade Graham, you've got Aaron Woods, you've got Johnson Moylan injured, you've got Andrew Fafita coming off the bench in and out of first grade this year, where we thought it was injuries, but it was really Johnny Morris like not saying he's not good enough to be in the seventeen. Well, like, hang on, what, he is injured. No, he said no. Fafita actually mentioned that in no, a no. presser that there was some games where he was dropped in the yeah, but he the was reason, dropped. The he reason, wasn't in the seven. The reason he's not playing is he's on one leg. Like, like that's why yeah. he's playing bad. Yeah, and that, that, but that's that's rugby league, isn't it, Shnaz? That's NFL. That's all these con- rugby union. Like, you yeah, yeah, have I... to play some seasons through um, that. But yeah, you give you discount players when they've got injuries. But when you when you <laughs> When money's on the line in these sort of years, like you've got to play through it, and, you, and Fafita's got to be someone that you're going to pick, regardless of injury or not, right? Yeah, yeah. With the ex- premiership winner, like amazing in that grand final. Yeah, 
like probably should have got the Clive Churchill. <laughs> if, he, <laughs> like, he, if he wasn't a bad boy, he would have. Or yeah. so called sorry, so called bad boy. Yeah. That uh, is a bad boy. Are you gonna ask me um, what am I doing with their contracts? So no, I'm just yeah, yes. And and <laughs> what what how do you see this team, the structure over the next uh, let's say the next twelve months? Because you've got well, your star, your star, your straight out star, Sean Johnson. He's yeah. pretty much gonna miss most of the twenty twenty one. Well, we're not sure about most. He's definitely going to miss probably a quarter to a half of the season. Uh, oh, come on. He is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Next year, they're going to have pretty much the same team unless something dramatic happens over summer, as in the squad, regardless of injuries. It's the year moving forward uh, after that, 2022, where things are going to happen, and a lot's going to happen. Yeah. And a lot of them won't be there, man. But a lot of them will not be there, and I am okay with most of that. Yeah. Do you see the Sharkies going into a rebuild, like a, a, a total rebuild? Like when, like let's say Graham, like, like does does Graham play out his career at Cronulla? I think so. I think he yeah. does. Yeah, I, I think that as long as he can maintain, you know, the 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 form that he usually has. This year's been a bit off, but there's no reason why he wouldn't. I think that um, I think you'll see. Moylan let go at the end of next year, if not before. I don't think anyone's going to pick yeah. him up, unfortunately, for him. But he, he won't be there, and I don't think Aaron Woods will be there. I'd be yeah. surprised if Dugan is there, though. He might take less money and stick around. They, they do. Yeah. Like he's, he's valuable. He's not valuable for the money he's on, but he's, he's a valuable player. Uh, yeah. Sean Johnson, if he can show some sort of, like, you know, some sort of form on two legs, he will definitely be re-signed. He just needs to show yeah. that, you know, he can walk, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, they need, they need some... Yeah, he's been amazing this year, and I yeah. think he should get somewhat paid for that. Like, not yeah. not saying that he didn't get paid this year, but he, he was oh, he got clearly paid. their best player this year. Yeah, I know, he did. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you don't... You can't just go, oh, we need to see... A performance from you. No, no, you're right. I agree. Performance in 2021. I, I think agree. you just you just locking in, lock him in because he was clearly your best. I agree. Your best spine uh, player this year. Uh, um, who else on your list? Oh, that that was it. I, yeah. I read I read through a few of them. What I really love too, like going back to Wade, is that because he and, and uh, Freddie hasn't picked him in the New South Wales squad. And he's just yeah. he's just taken it really well. Like he he just said, "Look, I'm ready to go. If he needs me, I'm yeah. there." Like so. So Wade is that sort of guy that you like. Ironically, you do want in an Origin squad, yeah. but he hasn't been picked. Or, you know, he's probably Freddie's looking to probably um, use this opportunity in a greater squad to get some of the young guys in with some of the veterans to sort of oh, develop them look, and reward people for having good seasons, like Zach Lomax, for instance, at the Dragons. He probably had one to two games where he was the Wade Graham we knew. In all honesty, the rest yeah. were below par, and. A lot of that was due to in different injuries that he had. But, yeah. yeah, if you're picking the best 17 or 20 guys, he's not in there this, this year, unfortunately, for him. Yeah. I'll say this, Brooksy, first time since 1995, discounting yeah. 1997, there's been no shark in uh, wow. an origin match. Oh. Not, so not even Queensland. Not, not even... Not even a, I guess, yeah, there is a bit of a... Um, New Zealand field of the team, I guess, uh, and Islander. You know, you got Katoa. Yep. 
got Mulatalo. But I wasn't thinking that. I was really thinking well. that just they have got Nakora. Really... No, no, no. I'm just saying this is a factor as well. Like yeah. the, when you look at the side, some of the like the the players that have played really well this year. Um, what do you yeah. think of uh, What do you think of Canberra? Yeah, I uh, the first half wasn't convincing, and if it wasn't for the halves, yeah, I think you know the they really brought him back into the game. Um, the few good forward performances, I thought Joseph Tapano had like his yeah. best game. Best game. I reckon best game. He really? just was so destructive. Yeah, yeah. I thought every, like every time he ran the ball, he looked really, really strong. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought they looked all right. Like it, it's, it's a tough one coming up against the Roosters now this week. Like, well, they'll they'll have to lift. They'll have to lift. Yes. And you think I I Must get the feeling lift. they they took my boys a bit lightly, and you know that's fine, whatever. But I would hope if they're ever going to be primed to be for this match, and they've already beaten them once this year, the the Roosters at the SCG, so they've yep. proven they can do it. They need to, they're going to have to play for a large portion of that eighty minutes. You know, if, if they if <laughs> they about the whole eighty. <laughs> well, if they play the whole eighty, they'll probably win, but. Uh, I think I think what the Roosters showed on Friday is that you need to play for 81 minutes because they might even be scrapping around the last minute after full time, yeah. trying to get that. You know, yeah, yeah. just I think the Roosters are a team that just you cannot switch off, and and I think Canberra, you've like the last few weeks against you guys. I know, yeah, you discount that one at Cogra, mm. but like you got it, you got you can't like. For some reason, they're conceding. They've conceded now. What is it? Eighty-nine points in two games. A sixty and a twenty at the twenty-nine. Um, that's that usually takes five or six games for the Roosters. Yeah, I think I think Robbo is going to have them ready to go. It's likely that Friend and Sonny Bill are going to be back um, for that game. So it's getting, that I thought was and and one of our colleagues Scotty made a good point when we were watching it on Friday like you could tell like Lusick probably wasn't up for it defensively yeah um Penrith were just going down the middle on him and then um you saw with some sort of stability in defense in the middle with Orbo and yeah. that they sort of were finding it hard to own the middle and that like when he brought that to my attention it's like wow like you you really don't take into account what Jake Friend really does, even though he doesn't create tries and he doesn't like do well, all the flashy stuff. Makes eighty he controls, tackles a game. Exactly, he controls that middle, and it's so important, right? Yeah, like he can get in there and turn people on their back and make sure that you know they're not getting quick play the balls, and that's what's been key about having Jake Friend there. And I guess when he comes back into the side. Um, if he's fit and he's and he's ready to go, I think yeah, Canberra are going to have a bit of a battle on their hands in the middle because I think that's that's just what he provides, and it could go into the, one of those lower scoring games. We won't we might not see this twenty nine twenty eight or thirty two twenty that we saw out of the Roosters and Canberra games this week. On Saturday night, Brooksy, we had, oh. had our, our Melbourne Storm against the Parramatta Eels, who started the game really well. Bit of a bit of yep. a pattern here. And yep. it was probably the one game, well, one of two games out of the four where I thought, no, no, the right team's going to come back here, you know? I, I don't yeah. think... It, Parramatta won't go on with this. But they, they showed uh, a lot of conviction. They, they put on some points as well themselves. And, you know, I think against South Sydney, they've got a lot, lot better chance. But 
The game on Saturday night against Melbourne. Melbourne, man, they just score the most entertaining tries you've ever seen. I, I love yeah. watching them play. I know a lot of it comes from our boy Pappenhausen with the <laughs> speed factor, but yeah. just the skill level they all have. They, they make a guy, um, a guy like uh, Branko Lee look like an absolute superstar. And I say that with respect. But no, that's that, what they do, don't I'm they? I'm out there watching Ju- him going, well, Justin. he actually looks decent. <laughs> How's like people are saying, like you hear people talking about Justin Olam in like the highest regard as well because of how well he's played this year. Olam's been great. Like you know, you know who look- talks about Justin Olam like that is me. I love Justin Olam. There you go. Love it. Uh, I remember Nathan Brown, um, the Warriors. Uh, co- oh, sorry, the twenty twenty one Warriors coach. He uh, loves him. Like thinks he wants he's been one of the best players this season. Um, well, I think that's a bit yeah, of a stretch, but he, I think he's been very, very good. Yeah, I thought I thought he was good. I thought, obviously, our boy Ryan Pappenhausen was amazing. Oh, man. Like, do, doesn't he love playing para? I remember um, <laughs> up, at, up at Suncorp, too. Like, yeah. a, a, I, I, I tweeted, like, this little, like, Cluedo game. It was like, Ryan Pappenhausen <laughs> against the Eels at Suncorp. <laughs> With the football, like that's where he—he's he just, just amazing. He had like a twenty-minute stint in Magic Round, and it was involved yeah. in four tries. Yeah, and then he's two tries, two try assists, three line break assists, just a cheeky two hundred and twenty-six runs. Like he—he's turning into a, like an Origin bolter, isn't he? Like for New South Wales, like that's, oh, I would have great to see him so, yeah. be in the squad somewhere. I don't know if he's in the seventeen, but it's great that he is performing and playing some amazing footy and helping the Storm get to week three of the finals. you got the Bromwich brothers were awesome too, Shaz. Yeah. I know you're a bit of a Kenny Bromwich fan. I'm aren't a you? Kenny man. Yeah, I like Kenny. Very yeah. underrated because his brother is and was one of the, you know, probably yeah. the best prop in the game for a while. And so the brother was always, you know, a lesser thought. But he, he goes all right, Kenny. He goes all right. Centers and edges, man. Like, it's yeah. something about those those four positions on either yeah. those, either side of the rock, and they just they just find these underrated players. Like you, you got Lee Olam, Kafusi, and Bromwich. Yeah. But like you, as names, you probably would be like, oh, they're probably mid range in terms of centers and edges. Yeah. But then when they play, you just go, you probably wouldn't. You'd probably put him into any of your teams, right? Like Kafusi, no a... one ever talks about Kafusi, but he's he's one of the great edge players of the game. Yeah, and that's what like we we've been talking about Adam Blair right retiring yeah. um, this week, and so much of the of the chat has been when he was at Melbourne, he put did he had one or two roles, and yeah. he did them like he was specific and like meticulous and like ran those edges put run uh, dominated the rock did yeah. the little things that mattered and it was just like what we we're talking about with friend like he's not there to ball play like massively and 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 be involved in every try and then the tigers signed him for all this money and then everyone's like oh he's a bum of a signing yeah. it's like well he's you just pulled him out of an amazing system yeah. that just harnesses his strengths and then he's the one that played badly. He was a lot like better that. at the at the Warriors, I thought, compared to yeah, the Tigers, was, for example. Yeah, he reminds me of, like, of his of his country mate uh, Jeremy Smith, former clubman of our yeah. of our of our yeah. teams. Same kind of hard edge. There is some creativity in there. 
you wouldn't yeah. want to be going against them and gave their all. And I, I got to say, I'm, I didn't realize until maybe this year, but I'm an Adam Blair guy. I like him. I, I, I really like. It was like, him. it was like that. Um, what's his name? Paul Marquette in the early, um, yeah. early two thousands. Like I remember him. Like when when the Dragons played him a couple of times in that ninety two thousand, you were just like, God damn, Paul Marquette's doing it again. And it's like you're saying this about Paul Marquette, God yeah. damn it! Like, yeah. you know we had we had Tracy and yeah, yeah. <laughs> these really Bartram and all these guys, and we're just like Paul Marquette's the one that's doing my head in because he's just doing <laughs> his thing and he's just like fitting in well. Like yeah, so the store man, they've got a week off. They're, I don't know how many years in a row that is now that they've got through to the final four. I think it's every year since 1998. Uh, what's the status <laughs> on like Munster? Uh, he's, the Storm have said that he's likely going to play. So okay. I had a look back. So he did it against the Warriors and he did it against the Dogs. And I think he had two weeks off in okay. each of those. So he's going to be coming back early. But can he play? Well, would you keep him out and hope you make the grand final? Oh, how could you? You're going to be playing the Raiders or the like. See, this is the thing. Like, he's going to be coming up against a very aggressive team. Um, like, they're all aggressive teams. Don't get me wrong. But you're going to come up against the Roosters or the Raiders. Where you just, he's going to. He will be targeted. This is so, what I'm saying. Do you do you, do you try and win without him and then bring him back to the grand final? No, I, I, you can't risk it. I don't think you can risk it. You got to oh, put right. him in. Okay. Um, who, who are you putting in for him, Schnaz? At six. Oh. Riley Jacks, Cooper Johns. <sighs> are you making a shot? Are you making a shuffle? Like, are you putting Cam Smith, Smith into the halves, yeah, and Smith the hooker, Brandon Smith at hooker? That's what I'm doing. Have yeah. the ability to do that. Do That's think, what I'm doing. Do, yeah, I guess there's an option there, but if Munster would, is close, I would yeah. I would throw him in. I would. He's that, he's he's that gonna, important. Trust me, he's going to be You're in the nineteen. He's going to yeah. I, I think he's great, yeah. and I think if it's Munster Whiten, what a matchup! I'd yeah. love to see it. Yeah. If it's Munster Kiri, I'd love Ooh. to see it. Like it's going to be good, but I think he's in the nineteen an hour before, uh, ninety minutes before kickoff. Whether he's there in the 17 and a half hour later, we'll yet to see. But, yeah, I think there's going to be some mind games, that's for sure, with Munster next week. But, yeah, so Para, with their loss, they play the Rabbitohs, who took care of the Knights, which was pretty expected. But, again, 14-0 after 12 minutes. Yeah. Out of all the teams, they were the one that kind of faded the quickest. Oh, but they were up fourteen yeah. nil, and they and they looked all right in the yeah. in those twelve fourteen minutes. They looked all right. You you were thinking, wow, they might have something here, but it faded pretty quick. Uh, the Rabbitohs can just score, as you would say, on a dime, and they are. Hard. You know, they're just they're yeah. unbelievable. They're they're the best attacking team in the in the comp right now. So, you know, that's a that's a ability in the finals that you need to be able to score when you need to score and. I mean, defense also helps, but I think yeah. we're going to see some pretty... I, I think that the best defensive team may not win this competition, so... Yeah, that's... It. Well, Well, they've got to have some sort of, like, you know, you can't be letting in a certain amount of points, right? Like, you, there's there's definitely, like, if you're conceding 30 points... Sure. 
it's going to be tough, right? You need to you need to keep teams to low twenties. Like, I, I would hope we, that Wayne Bennett's going to. I'd hope Wayne Bennett's got them thinking about defence and and knowing they can score whenever they want. But well, it, yeah. it is impressive. Like it's been impressive. The, the game against the Roosters, the game against the Knights. Like it's been pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah, you've got. I think that's where you look at this this South team, and you can probably make a case for what you've said, Shane. Like yeah. you've got this team that's. They've scored 106 points in two weeks, <laughs> and the way they're doing like, it too, like it's not barge yeah. out of tries, you know, like they're they're expansive, very very good rugby league tries. Yeah, they've well, you look back to that game. They roll. They scored 46 unanswered points. Yeah, they were down 14 nil, got it out to 46 14, and as the gentlemen's they are, they let Heimel Hun cross in the corner late <laughs> in the game. Just to give him a courtesy try, just to finish off the season. Yeah. So, like, they are looking really good in attack. Um, yeah. We're, we're, like, to toll had two tries. Yeah. Um, he's now scored two more tries than we have in finals football. So, <laughs> good on you, Tavita. You had, you had what, Cook and, and Walker again involved in um, how, how many? On? He, he, well, he, he's, the man, he's on fire. Yeah. If, if both those he's the guys. the best player in the league right now, if, right? If like, both those guys play to their capabilities. Yeah, they're they're going to the grand final and they might win it because because it's a different sort of attack from from the Roosters and from Melbourne and from Penrith. It's just there's something about those two guys, um, the confidence they have, and yeah, I I can't you know I can't just I don't know who's going to win the comp right now. Whereas before this week, I thought I did. And that's kind yep. of cool. That's a cool thing. And I think there's, I, I do think that Penrith and Melbourne should be favourites to be in the grand final. But, yep. I mean, we just don't know. Yeah. Well, South Eels will be an interesting one. They've had a few good games already this year, I think, from memory. It was a good um, Eels South game. Yeah. But, yeah, I, 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 I'm, t- I'm thinking an upset there. I think, I think the Bunnies get them. That's no, not an no, upset. The bunnies. Yeah, that's not no, an upset. Well, the eels are the eels are the highest higher ranked team. Yeah, but they've it's been 4B, they've been dwindling four v six. Yeah, for months. Recent form suggests that the bunnies are probably favourites, but I'm I'm thinking the team outside the top four gets through on this one. Like I, uh, how can you? The Paras struggle in the town. Well, Paras going to miss both their wingers. Been the best. Oh yeah, Sevo and Ferguson. But that's pretty out, big. I know wing isn't like. In the classic terms, not the most important position, but though particularly Sevo, like it's the key to them uh, missing the game is probably those sets helping out the forward pack, right? Yeah. Early, early I don't, I don't set. even know who's going to replace them. I haven't. I'm not that. You think there's? Is there a Jennings that was at the Warriors? George is Jennings? he allowed? To, is he back? Is he allowed? Yeah, he's back. Daniel Alvaro and Jennings came back. Okay. Um, so he, he had a good year. Got, he had a good year. You've probably got him coming back, and off, off the top of my head, I can't. Think I, of, I read. Uh, I read a story today or yesterday. Eels fans might tweet us or something. I read a story yeah. that Michael Jennings was giving Wanga Blake a you know a lesson on how to tackle at training this week. It was that gruesome for Wanga Blake. Yeah, he's had he's had some really good games, but I know there's been some defensive um, inefficiencies there, like yeah. you. 
I don't know. There's something. There's something not right with his defense, like in his tech tackling technique. Well, it's not a good time for that. It seems like they go through that channel, that left side, like yeah. their left attack going through that Eels right side defense, and it, it seems like he's he's involved there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a tough one for him. I'm not. I'm not ruling him out. I, I. I think that South should be favorites. Yeah. I guess the reason I haven't given up on Parramatta is because for half of the year they were the best team, and that wasn't yeah. a fluke. It was, you know, that's not a fluke. They were good. They were a really good team for half of the year, yeah. and it's not like they've been thrashed every week since. They just haven't been doing what they did at the start of the year. So, yeah, yeah, they're at Bank West. Maybe they can pull out something special. They've got, you know, Moses Gutherson. I love their Nathan Brown. They got some good players, man. Yeah. So, so who who are your tips? Who are your my, tips? My tips are Souths and yep. Oh boy, I'm going Roosters. Yeah. So but, we've but got... I think I think both could be you know flip of the coin. Yeah. Exactly. So I think we're I think we're on the same page with Roosters um, winning that one and Rabbitohs. So we're looking at potentially a Storm Roosters and a Souths Panthers. That that'll be interesting. Yeah. Oh, and I think yeah. at this point, Souths. Souths can challenge Penrith, whereas Parramatta, yeah. on the form they're in, probably couldn't. Well, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see how it all plays out this week, mate. I'm excited. Are you going to go to any of the games? Uh, what am I doing on the weekend? I can't. Well, you're doing, you're I can't Friday. Where's the yeah. Saturday game at Bank West? That Bank might West. be that might be an option. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to the SCG. I'm yeah, cool. Us, why not? Right. I do. I do. One of my pastimes, aside from uh, I don't know what else, what else do I like to do? Playing, playing music, knitting, playing the guitar. I do like going to finals matches, particularly when my team isn't there. When my team is there, I just yeah. go watch my team, and that's it. But you know, there were so many years my team wasn't there. I've seen some remarkable finals games. You know, yeah. One that comes to mind is O three Warriors Penrith prelim at the oh, yeah, at yeah, uh, Homebush. Yeah, that was yeah. fantastic, man. And yeah, because you've got nothing, one. you've got no allegiance, you can just sit back, have a beer, and watch the yeah. game. Yeah, good. New, watching finals as a neutral sometimes is yeah. the best. I remember going to Manly Cowboys where um, Thurston lost his shit. Yeah. The, remember Foran did the yeah. tap back hand and went God, forward? Yeah. Hand of yeah, hand of Foran. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, um, I, I, I remember was, seeing well, you I, at... Um, Cowboy Sharks in 2016. Yes, I was there for that one too. That was great. The yeah. um, Jimmy Maloney try. When you you, um, you had a you had a bet on Fecky, but you really wanted the other winger. <laughs> and then he scored and won. He won the bet. I, yeah, I picked the wrong the wrong sided winger. Yeah. Um, I thought yeah. Um, but yeah, I love those moments. I bought Cowboys flags. I bought Cowboys hats. Just to get involved with the game, like that's a, just to—that's a little extreme, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, but you got to do it, right? Like you got really. to do it to get involved in the game. Like it's not—it's a one-night thing. You have a few beers, you forget you're a Dragons fan, <laughs> and you let you let that stuff go. You don't tell anyone. Who do you go for? Well, I love rugby league. I know my mate. I'm, I might go with my mate uh, Brian, who's a Raiders fan. So I might go. I might go to um, Rebel at Bondi Junction and get myself a little uh, Roosters hat or something <laughs> to Very support good. the support as a Paddo resident. Yeah, well, that's that's team, your team. Right? That's your team. Yeah. 
All right, Brooksy, why don't we uh, have a little break yep. here and we'll come back and talk about some other things. Beautiful. The supermodels are beautiful girls, Will. A beautiful girl can make you dizzy. Like you've been drinking Jack and Coke all morning. She can make you feel high, full of single greatest commodity known to man. Promise. The promise of a better day. The promise of a greater hope. Promise of a new tomorrow. Oh, yes, Schnaz. Great pick. You like that? You like that? Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right. All right. (laughs) What does that mean we're going to talk about? Oh, let's let's throw the pigskin around for a bit, Schnaz, and talk some uh, week four NFL. Sure. It was was an interesting week. Um, We fought, like, I think people playing fantasy comps all around the world um, were sort of anticipating... Round, a week four happening at some stage during the season where we have a postponed game, a delayed uh, game, a quarterback go down, a few players go down with this COVID. We've seen old, uh, El Presidente go down during the week. Um, so it was a big one. Um, we saw Cam Newton. Mm. Uh, clearly, clearly fashion doesn't help COVID because he caught it. Um, what, we had three Titans players Five staff members um, catch it shortly after your game, the yep. Titans Vikings game. All yep. the Vikes, all the Vikes were clear. Yeah, but you could have ex- you could have um, excused uh, doctors thinking they had COVID after the on three start. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we had a what we had um, Titans Steelers yep. postponed to week seven. Yeah, we had and we had um, the Pats. Uh, Chiefs delayed a day, which was a nice little doubleheader uh, yesterday, Tuesday. It was. It was a good way to uh, work through the day, the old NFL doubleheader. Yeah, so we had, so in that, the Chiefs, they won 26-10. I think Brian Hoyer was sort of, would you say matching it with Mahomes? <laughs> uh, no, game. I wouldn't, but I know what you're saying. You, you looked all right. It was Brian more Mahomes, Mahomes was probably a bit, stifled by the Pats defense, right? Like he couldn't really do his thing. He made some good completions, but he, he wasn't the Pat Mahomes that we've seen in the first three weeks. Mm. But I think once we saw a few interceptions and a few interesting plays from Hoyer, um, we knew how this one was going to play out, 26-10. Yeah. Um, so the Chiefs now, I think there was a record, Schnaz. So they've gone 4-0 and in four consecutive seasons. First time in NFL history a no. franchise has done that. No. Yes. How can that yes. be? It just has. I, I thought the 49ers might have done it. Or the Patriots. Um, back in the 80s, 90s, I thought the Patriots could have done it. I, I guess it's, it's a sort of uh, sport and competition where we do see teams turn around pretty quick if, if they're run well. So, for example, yeah. you know, you could be 3-13 and 13 and the next year you make the playoffs. Like, it's... It's not like other sports where you, like, say, the EPL, for example, you lag behind for 20 years and then get, like, relegated. In the NFL, for whatever reason, we and it probably a lot to do with the draft, you see teams turning around. 
when you said three and thirteen and make the playoffs, I think you could make a case for the NFC East this year. With the, the Eagles are one two and one leading their division, yeah. So they're they're, they're playing playoffs if, if um, <laughs> we start it right now. But uh, yeah, the great yeah, record for the is, Chiefs. Wow, great record. It, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the so we also saw the Packers go four and zero. Mm. Another big win. 30, the Packers, 30 to 16. The now, yeah. yeah, the Falcons oh, are 0 4. So that was, a, that was a bad swing. So, um, yeah, I think the drafting of Jordan Love in the first round has done wonders for the um, cheese heads, mate. The, 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 the head cheese has really gotten a little bit, uh, a bit annoyed and he's, he's tearing it up each week and he looks pretty good. They look pretty good. Uh, you were talking about tight ends. Yeah. I picked up the Dallas tight end uh, in our dynasty comp. Oh, yeah. Because all of my sure. tight ends went down with COVID or something. Yeah. And he got touchdown, did pretty good. So I was pretty happy with that. I'm sure he did. Um, everyone scored a touchdown in that game. 49 <laughs> to 38. The Browns are 3 and 1, Schnaz. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty wild game. And, and they, they showed a lot. I mean, Kevin Stefanski, I know he's worked well. He came from my franchise and. Yeah, he's he's pretty pretty handy with coaching. He's he's modern. He's not that old, and I think that I'm not. I wasn't sure that was the right franchise to go to for him, but he looks pretty good there. And and the fact they did that to Dallas was was pretty cool. Was pretty impressive. I'm going to read some stats, Schnaz. Tell me if this quarterback won or lost a game. Mm. He was 41 of 58 with 502 yards. <laughs> Four touchdowns, one interception. Did he win the game? No. No, he didn't. That was Dak Prescott. Yeah. He lost by 11. Yeah. And I wasn't playing Madden. That is an amazing <laughs> stat line. Yeah. And they still lost by 11. I don't know what's going on with the Cowboys. It's obviously the defense. So what are they? They're one and three. They're one and three. Yeah. yeah. So they're not faring too well. Um, let's go to your team, mate. Yeah. 31-23. Yeah. The one and three Vikes over the Texans. Yeah. Who not only lost this game, Schnaz, but they lost their GM and their coach, who is the same person, <laughs> Bill yeah. O'Brien, first one fired. What about that? This season. Yeah. I look, good riddance. You trade away DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. You've got you've got the best you got Watson. He was he was playing with fire and he got burnt. I mean if it's a money, like they have, so the stat is they have the biggest payroll in the NFL. Right. So I don't know if the trade was to to net, like cut that down, but he is, he, like where would you have him in terms of receivers in the NFL, DeAndre Hopkins? Oh, he's easily top 10, right? Easy. Top easy. five? Maybe five, fifth? I don't know. I think he's easy top five, man. Yeah. I think there's probably Michael Thomas and him up the top, and you've probably got a big group of um, receivers just underneath. Like I like my two guys. There's um, there's a few others. Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Um, yeah, like there's Mike yeah. Evans. You've got um, Keenan Allen. Uh, like there's so many. Like. But I think he's I think he's top tier right. wide receiver, and you trade him, and I just I just think you know he he shot himself in his foot, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like doing that. Um, no excuses. Owen four, 
Um, yeah, it's a shitty way to go after four games in a COVID-affected year, but yeah. and they've had some really good opponents. What what's uh, what's the story on. with being the coach and the GM? Is that a pretty unique situation these days? Yeah, it's I I like in the NFL. I'm not too sure how many um, people have that that I can't role. think of too many more. Um, Doc Rivers in the NBA had yeah. it and has been recently fired because he. He got together um, Kawhi and PG, traded a lot of assets to get both of them to the Clippers, uh, namely through the Paul George trade to OKC. They bow out um, in round two of the playoffs, and Rivers is gone. He's lost both jobs. I think I think you need to sort of – I understand the, the need for the coach to be involved in the, the um, recruitment and retention of players, but, uh, yeah, it's – I, I think it should probably be separated. Um, but Bill, he, he was pretty comfortable. I think so, the, the Texans had a bit of a playoff run, right? Like the last yeah, three or four years. Yeah, they've been decent. But what happens now? They've got to find a new coach and a new GM. Yeah. So I think one of the um, assistants, I'm not too across the assistant coach landscape in the NFL. Yeah. He's stepping up. He's got good credentials, I right. believe, um, having watched a few shows. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, they're looking for both. Okay. So, interesting times in Houston. What about uh, uh, the let's... Seattle Sonics? How'd they go? Uh, the Sonics, the Seahawks. They lost to someone pretty bad, didn't they? Who was it? No, we, we beat the Dolphins. Uh, oh, you beat them? 23 mate. Only what, the second time. What was we the score? started 4-0. What was the score? 21-23, man. Uh, okay. Were you down at all in that game? No, never down. Always up. Maybe I was shocked that the Dolphins were so close. close. They came yeah. back. The Dolphins okay. came yeah. The fins were close. Oh, so you fought yeah, another... Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, Wilson, looking yeah. good, mate. Another two TDs, 360, 360 yards. Carson came back after that uh, alligator roll from the Dallas <laughs> defender. Two touchdowns, yeah. 80 yards. Good on him. Um, yeah, we've uh, like David Moore's sort of starting to uh, provide for us too. So, with Metcalf and Lockett, having that third receiver has been um, something that's been, I don't know, an issue for the um, Seahawks over the last few years. But if David Moore can keep putting up, he's making some big plays. Right. And that's the thing. I think, like, what, what, so you've got Phelan, you've got Jefferson, who've both been playing well. Um, who's your third option in, in your wide receiver core? Uh, like, is it Beeble, CJ Beeble or something like that? Yeah, see, that's I, I think if you have that third person that people like and know that they've done um, done some stuff, like yeah. that's where that's where like David Moore's sort of just been. Yeah, there's been others too that have sort of filled in that that third WR three position. But I mean, um, the Vikes yeah. have have the uh, the the man, the chef, the cook master. You got Rudolph. No, yeah. we got Dalvin Cook there and breaking records oh, as yeah, well. Oh, yeah, of course. So, He's killing it, yeah. So, immaculate running record, uh, running game, sorry, and pretty good receivers. So, it's all about old mate when he's throwing the ball, really. I know it's more than that. The O-line and everything's pretty stinky. Yeah. Big match this week. Got the, uh, the Seattle, yeah, the Seattle yeah. Sonics versus the uh, Minnesota Twins. Timberwolves. Timberwolves. <laughs> yeah, so Sunday night footy, Schnaz, we should do something like a bet or something about it. Oh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it should be good, man. It should be really good. I'm looking forward to I it. I bet you are. Um, yeah, can't wait. Your um, only regret is that we don't work in the same building or 
we work in, neither of us work in any building, to be honest. Like the old days when you'd pop your head around and be like, Shanaz, it's 34-12. Yeah. Another win for the Seahawks. <laughs> but yeah. No, looking looking forward to that game, mate. It should be good. Um, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. And uh, today, the NBA, uh, Lakers got game four. So they're up 3-1 in the series. And are they going to win pretty soon the whole thing, or what's your tip? Yeah, I think so. Um, there's a, only one team has won from 3-1 down. Can you remember who that team was, Schnaz? Did I watch a documentary about them recently? It's fairly recent. <laughs> oh. No, 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 it's not them. Um, do I, oh, I remember it happening, yeah. I couldn't tell you yeah. who it was. I remember watching it, yeah. Who was it? LeBron. LeBron. The Cavs. Yes, okay, yes. Cleveland, yes. this is for you. 3-1 yes. down. Yes. Uh, LeBron kicked, uh, got kicked by Draymond Grant Green in game, I think it was game uh, four or five. Was that like, what year was that? Like 20... suspended. 2016, okay, yeah. Yeah. That was, I, so that was the year I went over and saw um, the Warriors come back from 3-1 down against OKC. Mm-hmm. And I went over to um, Toronto and watched game three and four of the Cleveland-Toronto uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. So I was sort of, I've, I've, been, I've invested in that um, playoff series um, numerous times. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was an amazing um, uh, NBA Finals series. So mm-hmm. yeah, only one team's done it in history, the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, with LeBron, mm-hmm. who is now on the Lakers team, who have right. a three-one lead. So, right. if there's anyone that knows what's going through Miami's head, it's uh, LeBron. So he'll be trying to thwart that and make sure they win by the end of the week. And it'll be an amazing story, Schnaz. The Lakers winning in the year that Kobe passes. Yeah, um, LeBron two years in um, at the Lakers, they get AD on a tra- in a trade early on in the season where they traded up a lot of young um, players and draft picks. It's, it's going to be a good story. And um, as a Jordan fan, I haven't been the biggest LeBron fan, but I definitely respect what he's achieved in the NBA across mm. three, potentially three clubs, mm. Miami, Cleveland, and possibly the Lakers. It's it's going to be great for his um, legacy. And, yeah, I think it's it's inevitable. I think the Lakers will get the next game. Has there uh, been any, yeah. any dedications or any 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 recent kind of – Tributes to Kobe? No, they're just wearing the KB patch on the on the okay. jerseys. But um, there was a little bit done when they returned to the bubble. Um, with there was a few there was a few little things where they wore. Um, I think it was on his birthday. They wore the black oh. Mamba jersey and did nice. some stuff. Um, but yeah, they haven't really done too much. Um, but there will be some. I think there'll be a bit of emotion. Um, Throughout mm. the franchise, yeah. um, if they win this game in five, mate. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah. Right. Very good. All right. All right. How's, <laughs> how's the rest of your week looking? Um, good, just chilling. Um, working on another show that I'll be doing at SEN. So there's a bit of uh, stuff happening tomorrow. And then I start officially on Monday. And when, um, does, when does the station go to air? The the following uh, grand week? Grand final or? week, yeah, the following final week. week. So okay. I think that is the 18th of uh, yep. the month, October. Yep. Okay. Um, 11.70 on the AM dial. We'll also have an app that you can download and uh, listen to the show. So oh, cool. Excellent. It'll be good, man. Yeah, yeah I'm hoping, hoping a few, few of um, 
you guys and friends and stuff listening in. And I'm sure we will. Call in and text in. Um, Man, I, 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 I have from time to time, not recently, so probably before, like when podcasts became huge, it was probably what, like 2015 locally, I was probably listening to Vikings ones a lot, 2013, 14 at the, at the earliest. Before that, man, I was all over the Melbourne station, SEN. Yeah, it's, and obviously, it's not, I'm not an AFL guy, but just I would tune into you know programs about English soccer and all sorts of things like that. And I have nothing but respect for that station. Like I, I, yeah. it's been going for so long, and they do it so well. If anyone can make a sports channel work in Sydney, which no one has really done for a long time, I think it's the S, the SEN guys for sure. Yeah, I know. I'm really looking forward to it. You see what they do on the app and on socials and stuff down in South Australia and Victoria. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just some really good stuff. So they're, so they're in others, they're in Brisbane, Melbourne and Sydney now. Yeah. So they're launching Brisbane and Sydney. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. In- but, but they're already established in South Australia. Yeah. Yeah. The cool thing about the app, I know it sounds like I'm selling it, no. but um, you, when you go on the app, like you can select the city yep. in which you want to listen to, and then um, from that, you can then see the content that each of the stations provide, yep. whether it's AFL stuff pertinent to Melbourne or Adelaide or yep. you know the NRL stuff that we're basically doing from up here. So um, there's a bit of Melbourne Storm content down there. Frank Panisi does a really good yeah. um Yeah. Uh, on Mondays, I think, just with a bit of a storm wrap. The storm um, have always great. been very supportive as well, which they need to be. And I think that was part of my awareness of the station was was something to do with Melbourne Storm and 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 also, like you said, on social media, they are pretty active. And I think I, I would have seen it somewhere. Sen Sports twenty four hours a day, you know that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's it's exciting, man. And my friend Andrew Voss has got a show, which is very exciting. Shows on there, Vossy, Maddie Johns, Maddie White, Jimmy Smith, Joel Kane, Brian Fletcher. Like, there's a lot of that. Katie Brown from NRL um, is going on a Vossy show. I'm sure there'll be some more people. Like, there's they're going to be um, going to be doing some bits and pieces here and there with some of those shows. So I think it'll be a, it'll be an engaging channel, and I hope I hope that everyone enjoys it, and we put out some really good stuff for people to enjoy over yeah. the course of. The year, like it's not going to just be NRL. No, no. We're going to be doing stuff that's you know specific to Sydney, whether it is sport, whether it's entertainment, like different things, whatever's happening, we'll be sort of looking at it. So, yeah, and I what, can't wait what to on as far as the music playlist goes, aside from the Sam Shinazi uh, back catalogue, which I've already donated to the library, yeah. are we talking? What are we talking like? Some Sinatra, some Perry Como, like yeah, what, I think what so. Else is, what else is on the on the Behind by Tim Webster, I guess. Like that's where we'll. Uh... <laughs> hey, I mean, if you're looking for a presenter, he knows his sport. He knows his sport. Tonight, Tim Webster. Yeah, he's one of the OGs. Yeah, of, uh, absolutely. Sports news. Absolutely. <laughs> Remember, um, who did? Was it Eric Banner that did him on um on uh, Full Frontal, I or was like so. someone that yeah. did it? And he did the like the tilting of the head all the time, like <laughs> it was like nailed it. Like, and in other news, in the um, New South Wales Rugby League, Ben Bain got a twenty-eight to fourteen win over Canterbury. Now I'm not sure if you have this information, but I believe 
if you are a 2CH listener, which I have been from time to time, you know, driving in the car, they're going to be on an app, I believe. Is that right? Or a website or something? There is some sort of um, digital, what is it? It's like a digital radio. Uh, DAB or something. Yeah. See, I'm not, I should know this. Um, yeah, there is like an audio broadcasting or something that okay. um, most of the channels are on. So you can get like SEN, you can get 2CH when they go over and has yeah, cool. and FM. It's, um, it basically is digitally um, providing some of those AM channels because, okay. you know, the reception can be a bit dodgy when you go into some of the tunnels in Sydney. <laughs> Um, yeah. or, you, or someone just broke your aerial. But I, <laughs> Schnaz, did you ever get the um, coat hanger and shape it like the map of Australia and mm. plug it and put it in the, where your aerial was? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's why I had a Corona and I had the, had the like sculpted <laughs> like the coastlines of Australia and put it in. Do you remember the discman with the um yeah. with the fake tape that you could put in so you yeah. could see a discman in the car? <laughs> Gotta plug the charger. I like do, yeah. Plug the, the power into the How bizarre. charger. I haven't thought about that for a while. The fake tape. So many cords. Yeah. It was just like you had fake aerials, cords going everywhere. I'm surprised you got to drive properly. There were so many cords in there. <laughs> yeah. Great stuff. All right, Brooksy, we'll... Uh... Sugar Ray, all that effort. Oh, Sugar Ray, you love Sugar Ray. <laughs> let's, uh, let's wind it up now and we'll, uh, we'll see everyone next week, we hope. We'll, we'll speak to them next week. You'll be employed again, which is fantastic. We'll see you next week, Brooksy. I will, uh, I will definitely see you, see you later. I'll definitely be Marcus buying for now. You will be buying with your new employment checks. See you, Brooksy. <laughs> I'll see you, Schnaz. Up, up. Bye-bye.